Hey guys, welcome to the final segment of my interview with Dr. Sumati on mental health and her experiences as a psychiatrist. If you guys haven't heard the first episode yet, I strongly urge and recommend that you do. Um it's very educational and uh eye-opening and it's on a subject that we all need awareness on. And without any further ado, here's the second part. Enjoy. now you were uh, saying that uh, you know there's a difference between psychiatry psychology and counseling right so as far okay. as i know psychiatry is a discipline of medicine where the doc the doctor can prescribe medication but in psychology it's not a discipline of medicine you just uh, talk to the patient but uh, a psychologist cannot prescribe medication but uh, right i don't know uh, what's the like difference between a counselor and a psychologist or a psychiatrist so uh, can you Correct. elaborate on that yes counselor um, there are many uh, counselors sorry mm-hmm. counselors on different uh, uh, platform a okay. simple bama psychologist can also be a counselor okay. a simple counselor course it it is actually specific counselor for addiction counselor for a family therapy mm-hmm. counselor for an hiv affected family or a cancer patient so mm-hmm. counselor is a very broader term used okay so anyone who talks to the family or patient and tries to uh, like console them or make them feel better mm-hmm. and use certain of the therapy techniques is a counselor it's okay. not a professional designation okay 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 and they could be a psychologist not just talk or do therapy they do something called as like how other medicine people have blood test and scan we have psychological assessments mm-hmm. uh, which are there uh, like for example these assessments are done by uh, asking the people uh, certain questions and then scoring them based on that okay. it could be storytelling it could be a self report questionnaire so these are psychological assessments like which could be iq assessment personality mm-hmm. assessment test or it could be like uh, depression uh, rating scales or anxiety rating scales so psychologist also do the psychological assessments okay okay right but they cannot prescribe medicine right no no okay. they uh, usually finish their uh, mphil degree and phd uh, for right. clinical psychology right. so it's more of uh, like a therapist which you call it Got in the it. western it. population it's Got just it. for a counseling or a behavior therapy or okay. such sessions uh, they are eligible uh, to do okay and uh, so that like i found this article on the indian journal of psychiatry and uh, like it really? says that uh, around like less than a thousand uh, students graduate with uh, uh, doctorates in uh, psychiatry and for a population mm-hmm. with uh, the size of as that of india that is very less so why do you think like uh, people are still you know kind of hesitating to take psychiatry as a discipline um actually it's not that there is less right but overall there is a deficiency of doctor there's no doubt in that right uh but oh. psychiatry itself is a newer branch okay right all over the world okay 
so if you compare the ratio of a psychiatrist uh, or a psychiatry branch seat mm-hmm. with a medicine mm-hmm. or surgery mm-hmm. or gynecology which have been there for hundreds of years right all over the world it's it's less right in certain countries it's more like in uh, uk and us it's established because generally all other branches are also more right right so but in india i the same stats which you were saying yes there are around 0.3 to 0.5 per lakh population of psychiatrists uh, currently according to the analysis that is around total 9000 psychiatrists are there it's a rough number wow. uh, in right. india so what they say is minimum requirement for a developing country uh, right. as uh, india is around 1 to 3 uh, psychiatrists per lakh population right. and uh, like comfortable or the ideal number which is required is around 4 to 6 per lakh population which is in the developed countries right. that's the ideal thing which is uh, required so we are quite short of nearly 30000 doctors right now so wow. okay. it's not just absolute number but right. it's unequal distribution as well right uh, for example they say uh, chandigarh and kerala and karnataka have relatively higher numbers and nearly 1 to 2 psychiatrists okay. per lakh okay but the other states other states are even lesser than 0.3 sometimes wow okay okay yeah, so people take up the seats and the other step which improved the psychiatric care in india is uh, district mental health program and national mental health program which was launched so it was launched some 20 years back mm-hmm. but the action has been much better in last 10 years okay. and that under that program it's every district has a qualified psychiatrist for opd services and educational uh, program that that's wonderful so, yeah. yes so that has created a lot of uh, i mean awareness and a lot of improvement right for accessibility that's uh, i think that was very much required in our country at least correct correct yeah. true right so in your mm-hmm. experience like uh before patients come and consult you uh what mm-hmm. what were the main reasons they were hesitating to do it like what uh, taboo was like putting them off <coughs> from getting the help they needed for the most part Hmm. there are two main common categories i would like to tell about my experience which come which i come across uh-huh. like for first category of patients are like younger ones 20 to 30 years right. educated well settled they come with complaints of feeling low not interested in things feeling anxious having panic symptoms mm-hmm. uh, to add to the misery mm-hmm. there are friends and family who put him into more guilt saying you have everything why are you feeling sad mm. go get some fresh air go on a vacation or uh, trying to put uh, reasons as to why uh, what he should be doing right so right. this is one set mm. and there's other set uh, where persons uh, people having hearing of voices when they are alone mm-hmm. feeling paranoid that people are tracking them uh, so family things it's not just the rural background in fact right. the, the, even the educated sometimes family thinks it's a curse or a black magic and spends nearly 1 to 2 years using magical religious methods of oh treatment spending 
lakhs together of money and this is Sometimes even in the even, educated families yes also oh, wow. i don't say only educated yes okay. rural is also there right. but yes some educated families also do that okay i don't deny it okay and i am sure it must be happening with a lesser percentage of people but even in the western countries of course for sure because even educated people are quite uh, uh, religious and turn to that uh, before turning to medicine Correct. so that makes Correct. sense yeah right so uh, like some people even feel they are the person is doing intentionally to grab attention or get rid of his responsibility and stuff right so after all this beating around the bush after one or two years they might come to us and they demand in fact mm-hmm. that why not women with the medication in 3 to 4 days and stuff like that wow. they ask us okay so it becomes difficult and we say them it's not psychiatric medicines take some time uh, to act or uh, show some results right. uh, in that so it becomes difficult to make them explain yes the picture is changing even in last 7 years when i have seen from first people do come now go online check and because of the awareness programs and stuff there are many people who are coming directly to doctors but that's yes good. the percentage needs to improve that's good yeah hmm. so the, i i i think i forgot to answer what you had asked that why is there what are they uh, stopping for first is their belief system and the culture right, right. the second thing is what will others think will right. they uh, think that my son or a daughter is mad and he might not get married again or he might uh, be removed from his job or he might be tagged with the uh, uh, like what can we say name tag or the label mental right. ill for life right yeah that that is actually a thing that needs to change in society i think it is changing slowly but definitely yeah i think uh, i think we are taking baby steps towards that like not treating people with uh, uh, some uh, problems as you know abnormal or you know ostracizing Correct. them in society or something that's good so yeah like okay. i think the like you said the one of the biggest uh, reasons why the you know avoiding taking help is because they turn towards the religious uh, methods and all those uh, magic and uh, belief things which are built by the belief system rather than logic so i think only Correct. education and the right quality of education will help in that yes and here i would like to also point not just education of the layman but also educating the health professionals it right. could be as simple as the uh, phc doctors or primary health care doctors right. or nurses mm. or even uh, health professionals of different branch because what happens many of my cases i have seen is they end up going to a neurologist or a physician or somewhere mm-hmm. thinking that it's pain or it's neurological or something if they are uh, aware about it as to where to refer the patient mm-hmm. then it is a good thing then the duration or uh, the what can we say the delay in time from the onset of symptoms to approaching to a expert is reduced right 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 that makes sense yeah so correct okay so um another thing uh, that uh, i think i forgot to mention but uh 
uh, one of your areas of in- interest in psychiatry is uh, child psychiatry and uh, like most hey. of the uh, listeners on this podcast are between ages of 18 and 34 pretty much uh, um like the current uh, working generation the newly working generation and a lot hey. of them like uh, they are going to become new parents for the first time and uh, since uh, most of them are like educated but they still don't know like uh, what kind of help a child needs and what like to observe in case uh, the child is displaying some uh, like symptoms of growth and development issues like autism so what should a parent like watch out for uh, see in children uh, we uh, we need to be observant or aware about two things one what are the normal development uh, stages in okay. a child okay. or an infant and what are the red flag signs where you should be alarmed that you should see a professional okay. so coming to a normal development uh, like there should be a constant attachment figure around the baby mm-hmm. so that uh, uh, the development happens normally there should be adequate sensory motor stimulation it right. means that you need to talk to baby all senses of your body needs to be stimulated right. right from playing by touching or talking or verbal stimulation and even say like uh, visual stimulation giving different colors so the more you stimulate because brain is developing then you'll start achieving your milestones mm-hmm. so spending time is very important on stimulation of all these and a definite very relatable thing right now is no screen time till one year is completed oh, no yeah, uh, mobiles no ipads no tv okay. no uh, laptop okay. because that has a very severe impact oh that's because, uh, that's good to know i mean i'm pretty yes. sure a lot of people don't know that definitely even uh, if they know i have seen couples who come and say that okay they know that it's that but they are unable to match or uh, find a substitute for it so right. for the ease or for the temporary relief they use it right 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 so right. and after one year till around 3 to 4 years mm-hmm. uh, the screen time should be very limited like a fixed screen time in a day right so, so how much would you say uh, would be like uh, yeah there are evidence and studies that uh, 30 minutes to 1 hour okay. is the ideal one in a day okay. need not be continuous like right. for example and that also should be like a fixed um, everyone it. should be on page it's like mom said no if right. the baby goes to the child goes to the father and father gives it then right, it's right, of no right, use right 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 of course yeah so everyone at home should be on the same page okay. then only child's uh, upbringing and behavior can be managed right that makes sense yeah correct so and also it should be attached with a behavior like good behavior will be rewarded with a screen time ah, bad behavior okay. will be uh, rewarded i mean will be taking the screen time away like a negative reinforcement which right, we right, see right 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 yeah that makes okay. sense i think that's i think it's the same thing when it comes to anything that is like unhealthy right like chocolates and sweets also Correct. need to like give Correct. it to them in certain limited quantities otherwise it's just right bad for right. them right because uh, 
autism which is very prevalent mm-hmm. uh, nowadays mm-hmm. uh, it's a neurodevelopmental disorder so okay. there are two types one okay. is inherent that is there is some problem in the formation physiology of the brain during the development of the baby's brain okay. that you can't help externally completely so okay. that has happened even if you give more sensory motor stimulation during the growing years but the bothering or alarming uh, type is due to lack of the sensory motor stimulation there are people coming with autistic features So like we have had couples who come and say that because they are working uh-huh. grandmother takes care of the baby uh-huh. and when grandmother is working she puts the TV on one year two year old child and makes them sit for 3 4 hours there till the time they finish their work so this okay, is a common yeah. scenario which yeah. we see okay i can see how that could yeah. be so harmful correct yeah. so uh, like it could be a cartoon or it could be a mobile or a tv or whatever yeah, and yeah. it's not done with an intention because the grandmother is also not aware right. and it's not in her head it should be a combined effort of the family right right yeah that makes a lot of sense i mean um their kids right at the end of the day if you're allowing them to get influence for 3 to 4 hours by sources like you know screens then it's it's very harmful and detrimental yes. to their development actually uh, it's not that they are watching screen so it's all harmful it's just that watching screen is a passive act right right so that is not causing anything to their eyes or anything it's right. just they are not doing the things they should be doing because they are spending time in this right, like right. touching a ball playing a game interacting with people yeah so this this there is a deficit because not because they are watching it because they are not doing the things which they are supposed to do in this developmental years right like right. none of their other stimuluses are being engaged yes not engaged enough in our okay. 24 hours time if okay. a baby is sleeping for 10 hours or 11 hours right and you are supposed to engage it in passive activities nearly maybe 1 or 2 hours or maximum 3 hours right. the rest should be in the active activities uh, like where there should be a reciprocation from right. the external right. Right. Uh, source of stimulation got it yeah so yeah once that balance gets screwed i think it becomes a problem correct so when parents should have the red flag signs when they should be alarmed there is a delay of milestones by more than 2 to 3 months right. for their age then no play with the peer groups mm-hmm. then repeated hand movements or any delayed in speech or social milestones like uh, like smiling or waving these things are not there are deficit right then they should be definitely alarmed and seek for a professional help that i think that about covers it so like the reason uh, i kind of wanted to do this is to like give a summary of mental health awareness and encouraging like people to start talking about it so that you okay. know it doesn't become a topic that everyone hesitates to talk about and uh, somewhere you know hmm. if someone talks about it uh, someone else might be getting the help they need so what would uh, you say like if you were to like you know conclude because we obviously we don't have a lot of time but you know with what knowledge that you have given us today 
what would you say are the next yeah. steps that you know people like us who are not very familiar but are interested in taking the next steps should do like what yeah. would you say before uh, concluding i think i would also like to talk about uh, the elephant in the room okay. that is suicide okay. which i didn't right. elaborate upon which is one of the psychiatric That's emergencies very good catch doctor yeah Yes. Right. So the statistics says worldwide it's around 8 lakhs people. This is the stat- WHO statistics of 2016. Okay. So 8 lakhs death worldwide wow. Wow. in a year okay. due to suicide. Wow. So wow. and India it is 2.3 lakhs. Wow. And in fact most of them belong to 15 to 30 35 years age group which yeah. is I've seen this trend happening uh, of late like a lot of people in this age group they seem to be you know taking the extreme step correct correct so um like there are many causes mm-hmm. for uh, suicide it's a very complex phenomena okay. as uh, opposite to people how they think it it's as simple okay they might be weak or they are ending their life they don't have they are not strong etc etc that's what they talk about mm-hmm. so the causes can be depression as you know most common then there are the psychosis or schizophrenia which i told you about they start hearing voices where right. they are commanded to commit suicide oh my god otherwise they'll harm their family so that's the reason treatment becomes so important right and when it's treatable Mm-hmm. when you can reduce it it's not something like a late stage cancer where you can't treat it right then right. there are other reasons like family or financial pressures or stressors so when there are poor coping skills mm-hmm. or the person is not resilient or did not have the support when he required then he might giving into that weak movement into suicide right and uh, uh, this is uh, quite disturbing because it's a very productive age group which is going uh, in uh, like which is being lost due to this treatable or modifiable thing mhm yeah then there is something like copycat suicide which we see after some celebrity died or some renowned person died and people are so much in grief Oh that they died right right yes yeah uh, i think we saw it in like after the death of indira gandhi and after yeah. the death of uh, like uh, amma that is in tamil yeah. nadu yeah, also yeah, yeah. we did see i that. think so after rajkumar like died also they there was some incident like this where someone tried to kill themselves yeah that's where i'm into like this 2020 has been a horrible year as you all know of course so even the suicides have been more Okay. So what uh, astonishes me is after the incident of a movie actor's death not single there were quite a number of deaths right. in the entertainment industry Correct. both in Hollywood and in Indian film industry Correct So there was this all of a sudden rage in public who started posting I'm sure even you must have come across Of course yeah into the courts ask for help I am available you can approach me any time So my question to this uh, listeners or anyone you or anyone is why this such sudden exaggerated empathy towards an unknown celebrity and no empathy towards the people around you That's a very very good point yeah Yes so you don't know that person and people started even passing judgments 
that he or she was an introvert we he like we should usually talk to people then such things don't happen what is this I, you cannot just say I that people who don't have the knowledge but pretend they do and they start and when they start talking they cause a lot more harm even though their intention is otherwise exactly exactly so that's why in the beginning of my interview i did say it's not just knowledge the right knowledge is the yeah, pickup thing which is very important yes that's very true yeah especially after yes. like the advent of social media anyone right. can post anything on instagram and the worst i think uh, proponent is whatsapp and all the forwards that go on whatsapp i think yeah that is like really messing with people's heads apart from what whatever else they see on social media and of course the news sites it themselves have gone to trash and they just keep <laughs> yeah making the problem worse so yeah definitely Sorry. like you raised a very good point where people are empathizing with a celebrity who didn't even know them nor who didn't right. know personally but someone around them is probably suffering and they're turning a blind eye to that correct so like it's not that simple that you just can hold on to one reason that oh this person committed suicide for this suicide is a very complex thing there are millions of uh, like uh, trials or uh, evidence or studies being done on mm-hmm. people as to why they commit that okay. so it's more complex where an interdisciplinary uh, team works to it not just a psychiatrist a counselor it could be a general physician so and definitely you need to whenever you suspect then go for a professional help mm-hmm. i'll give you an example uh, mahinder right see that your friend uh, saying that uh, no dude i am not feeling fine and i think this exams might not go well right. and i think life should just end right right so first reaction of yours or anyone who is normally saying that no oh, no no it's not that big a problem studies is not everything right and why are you taking it so much to your heart or so much seriously chill bro this is what normally right i hope i'm not exaggerating no no uh, that whatever. sounds pretty much very accurate to whatever general conversations <laughs> goes on around this topic yeah yes so after getting training for 10 years also i cannot take a person who comes into my opd and say that uh, i want to end my life or i want the life to stop i cannot suddenly make a judgment whether it's how serious it is right before assessing or meeting him another two times i right. need to take precaution right. so you being a lay person how can you judge how serious is the intent right self harm or suicide so your first step always uh, this is a sincere request mm-hmm. to all the listeners should be to seek a professional help okay. you do all other things you try to stay with him take him for a walk or fresh air or everything i'm not denying it definitely it adds to the well being but the primary thing should be done that is seeking a professional help that's uh, i think that's a very important thing most people i've seen they kind of uh, consider themselves as the therapist because they know that person person correct and they start right. giving advice and they start taking the steps very rightly said very rightly so that's very dangerous i feel yeah see i am not denying it's a moral support i am not at all saying it's wrong 
it's required but you cannot equate counseling is equal to preaching of course or a therapy 100%. is equal to preaching 100% of course yes yes uh, we don't preach in uh, counseling sessions we try to understand the person and make him decide for himself or help him walk through the difficult times rather than making decisions for him right that that's i think that's a very important thing that people should hear and i'm glad that Correct. this is getting out to them so yeah i just hope that you know more, more people listen to this and uh, more right. people are aware of what to do and what not to do because like you Correct. said the the suicide problem is quite alarming and uh, it's very complex it's very uh, wrong and very dangerous to make judgments to anyone who might be feeling that Correct. way so right. yeah the first steps are the most important and like you said and i'm again reiterating to the listeners is, is to get professional help uh and then you know of course continue with whatever other uh, caregiving things you're doing like staying with that person right. trying to cheer them up and everything right right so i think i'll conclude now because i'm so passionate about the subject i can keep talking so i don't want to bore the listeners even more yeah <laughs> i i have seen that like a lot of podcasts actually go on for like 2 and a half 3 hours but what happened was when i was speaking to uh you know people like my friends and the casual listeners mm-hmm. they don't have the you know time or the attention span to listen to anything that goes for more than True. 30 to 40 minutes now right. there are dedicated that's a normal human yeah, attention span exactly there are like dedicated people uh, listeners fans of podcasts itself who don't mind sitting and listening like that but you know those people are not the ones i want to target like i should i want everyone who can listen uh, who can pay attention for a few minutes to at least grasp as much as they can so right that's the purpose so yeah. like i would like to end with some few sentences sure like, go ahead uh, what are my take uh, what i want you people to take home as mm-hmm. a take home message mm-hmm. so mental health is a basic need it's not a luxury so it's neither a curse or a sin but definitely a recognizable and a treatable condition so first step towards mental health is awareness as we have spoken about and is the agenda of the podcast mm-hmm. so seek help always seek help when in doubt professional help so make mental health as a priority and not just like a last resort okay so these are few lives which i believe in passionately that is mental health is not a luxury but a basic necessity of life the moment this is understood one starts their journey towards positive mental health so at the cost of your own uh, or your loved one's suffering don't let stigma or misconceptions come in the way of this particular journey thank you for patient listening oh no i mean i'm sure everyone appreciates this and a uh, lot of uh, uh, things that i didn't know about i learned as well on my end so you know one of the biggest catches that you pointed out uh, and i'm very thankful for that was about suicide and because that's like a very prevalent and like you said uh, the huge elephant in the room when it comes to society today so 
अगेन आई एम डॉक्टर सुमति इज यू नो हर ऑनलाइन प्रेजेंस इज ऑन प्रैक्टो एंड गूगल सो आई बी शेयरिंग द लिंक्स I'll be putting them up yes. on my Instagram profile as well as the description on on the podcast. So, you know, if you don't have, uh, if you're not, if anyone, if you're not following me online, but you're listening to the podcast, please, please go ahead and check the description out. Leave some, uh, leave yes. a feedback for uh, the good doctor who uh, who graciously took her time out today to come and talk about this. And uh, you know, if this helped you in any way. please you know uh, leave me a dm or uh, you know just uh, type out a small message to dr sumati on definitely and, uh, and uh, we can yeah, do this again I, if it's uh, mahinder said yeah. i am available on the very popular uh, practo platform so for feedback or for consultation both video and in person in person i'll be available uh, in the psychiatry hospital that's people tree marga at yalahanka so feel free to give the feedback because it's not just what i say is it how much it has reached you and how much you have understood matters more okay thank yeah. you thank once th- again th- mahinda for the opportunity thank you so much dr sumati for doing this 